It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. It's Saturday morning, June the 11th, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty good day to go fishing. Oh, man, the uh, Future Pro Tour headed down to the California Delta today, so uh, we'll be uh, we'll be going actually live on the water this morning with uh, Michael Baggett, last year's uh, Future Pro Tour Classic Champion, and uh, Michael, the... Uh, the uh, head guy there at the Bayside Adventure Club, and they're going to be putting on Bassapalooza next Saturday out at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland. So hopefully Michael will be checking in with us. He said he'd call us after he got launched down at Russo's Marina. Should be a good day. A little wind blowing this morning. So, uh, oh, I don't know. You know, five mile an hour in Sacramento equates to 30, I think, at the Delta is how that normally works. But uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. That's going to be uh, um, a lot of fun. A lot of stuff going on, um, both locally and across the country. Um, really, uh, really starting off with last weekend on the Potomac River. The FLW Tour wrapped up uh, one of their events. The Potomac River, guy who hasn't won since 2006. Uh, yeah, but another uh, another FLW tournament goes down to a Western guy um, from uh, Washington. Uh, gosh, he hasn't won. I guess he was, he dominated, you know, in 2006 with the, uh, classic and the Forest Wood Cup, uh, Luke Clausen, Luke, uh, Luke had a big bag the final day, five for 1904 and, uh, took home $125,000. Mike Iconelli finishing up in second. Iconelli, the day three leader. So, uh, cool to see, uh, cool to see that shootout, you know, two guys that have won the, uh, won the Bassmasters classic and, uh, and shooting it out. So that was kind of cool. Um, Ike stepping over to the FLW side for, uh, one of the opens. I'm sure, uh, you'll see more of the, um, uh, Bass Elite guys fishing the opens once, uh, Bassmasters is done with their season next week. So, uh, pretty cool. Um, Bobby Lane, also another, um, Bassmaster Elite Series guy in third. So, um, not too many of our Western guys, um, really killing them in that tournament. In fact, I don't think we had a Western guy besides Luke even, uh, even up there around the top 20, but uh, Luke, uh, yeah, Clifford Perch, he was uh, 18th, so Clifford had a good tournament as well. But uh, we caught up with Luke. We're going to be talking to him a little bit later today. I don't even know where he's at. I think he said he was in, like, Kentucky or something, um, getting ready for uh, the FLW Major next week that's going to be going on. And uh, that'll be the tournament to uh, keep an eye on um, because all of our guys that are up there in that top 10 in the point standings, Brent Ayler and Mike Reynolds and uh, – um, uh, Brett Height, all the guys are going to be in that top ten going to uh, going to Kentucky Lake. So uh, the major tournament kicking off there. Uh, talked to Reynolds; he was ready to go. He's sitting currently in third in the Angler of the Year race. He's chasing Ayler and uh, David Dudley down. So pretty t- pretty tough top three to uh, to go chasing around down on uh, uh, Kentucky Lake. But uh, Reynolds looking forward to it. He was um, all ready for that tournament, getting ready to uh, to head back. He was flying out Friday morning. The Bassmaster Elite Series going on the Arkansas River in Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, pretty cool to uh, pretty cool to watch that one because uh, this guy's been clubbing him. Day one leader, day two leader. He's got uh, an eight and a half pound lead going in to uh, day three. Right now, they've cut to fifty, and uh, yeah, it's an old guy brigade. Denny Brower. Uh, Denny looks like he's, uh, looks like he's crushing him and fishing in a crowd. He's a little concerned today because now there's a big, uh, he's locking down two locks down into, uh, uh, two, two pools down from where they're launching at. And, um, Western guys, I, we don't understand this whole locking system, but, uh, um, you know, commercial traffic barges coming up out of the Gulf, they get priority. Um, the barge yesterday, uh, cost about eight guys being disqualified because, uh, they held the, uh, held the bass boats up for, uh, barge traffic going through the locks on the river. And, uh, they had a barge that took, uh, what they say close to two hours to get out of one of the barges. So, um, several of the guys getting disqualified because of barge traffic. So, uh, that was a tough one, but Denny Brower leading the tournament, eight and a half pound lead, but two pools down, they have a, uh, another tournament going on. 
um, a two-day tournament going on out of the pool in which they're fishing in. That's where they're launching at. Denny said uh, it'll take him, I don't know, hour and a half to get down to where he's fishing. He figures uh, by the time he gets there, um, might not even have an area that hasn't been fished yet. So that's a tough one for him. Um, how about this guy taking the lead in the Angler of the Year race? Uh, all the other guys that were in the hunt for the Angler of the Year race with him didn't make the top 50 cut. So uh, puts him in a pretty good position. KVD in second back there. Kevin going after his seventh BASS Angler of the Year. Remember, no uh, uh, no fish off for Angler of the Year. Whoever's on top of the points next week when they're done, uh, that's how it's going to be decided. So um, it's going to be... Uh, uh, going to be a, a shootout going all the way down, but KVD in second. Uh, but we've got a bunch of our Western guys doing well um, back there. John Murray in fourth. Murdoch having a good tournament. Great to see that. He needs that uh, not only for classic points, but, uh, you know, the all-important make the top 12 check cuts. Uh, Murdoch doing good. Aaron Martin's in eighth. All but one of our Western guys made the top 50 cut. The one guy not making the top 50 cut. Nah, it wasn't Ski. He caught him yesterday. Uh, Fred Rumbanis. Freddie did not make the cut. Aaron Martin's in sixth. Uh, ish. He was in second place after uh, day one. He was catching him on a frog, doing well. Live by the frog, die by the frog. Yesterday, four for six, seven. Uh, ish had a little, a uh, little bit tougher um, day two, but he's still um, in eighth, doing well. Uh, going down the list uh, of Western guys, Jared Lintner. Boy, what a what a tough one for Lintner. He was in, uh, I think he was in eighth after day one. He weighed one bash yesterday for 11 ounces. Um, a little little spotted, little 12 inch spotted bass, 11 ounces, and uh, Lintner holding on, making the cut by two ounces. So uh, that uh, that 11 ounce bass is a ten thousand dollar bass for Lintner. Uh, Lintner making the cut, um, good for the points for him as well. Lintner in 48. Shaw Grigsby, he was in, uh, I think, fourth or fifth on day one. Grigsby blanks day two, um, drops all the way to 47, does make the cut. The last guy to win on the Arkansas River at a Little Rock. Little Rock uh, local, the guy that was uh, the pre-tournament favorite going into it. Um, he won there when they had the major event there just oh, about three years ago. Scott Rook missing the cut. Uh, by two ounces so uh, scott rook missing uh, missing the top 50 cut 51st place so a uh, tough one for him skeet oh man rugged first day for skeet um, big time uh, bad first day for skeet and uh, he weighed one fish the first day for two one came back on day two he had five for 12 seven had second big fish had big fish for a while um, second big fish of the day skeet in 36 making the cut so uh, he's fishing today Picking up at least a $10,000 check. JVD, Jonathan Van Dam, zeroed on day one. Came back with almost 16 pounds and got in the cut. Um, Klein making the cut. So a few of the guys um, having a tough tournament back there. But uh, um, pretty cool to uh, to see that many of our Western guys uh, right up there in the uh, in the top ten with uh, uh, with John Murray and Aaron and Ish. And uh, those guys are doing great. You guys can keep up on this, uh, gosh, all day long through uh, the BassZone.com. Mark Jeffrey's site. They're live on the water with uh, Matt Pangrick. Or uh, you guys can also watch the daily weigh-ins at uh, Bassmaster.com. So uh, pretty cool to uh, to check that out. It's going to be uh, be a lot of fun, and uh, and we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that as well. Um, Want to uh, congratulate Jason Barofka for uh, taking home the big grand prize, almost eight thousand dollars in winnings to at the uh, Yamamoto Open the last weekend, the Big Bass Open going on down at the Delta. That was kind of cool, and I uh, want to congratulate Jason for that. He did a uh, did a great job down there, uh, even though he did come in with an eleven pounder the last day late, did not make the last hourly uh, did not make the last hourly uh, deal. So. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, they always want to call me on this phone instead of calling the uh, station phone. I love how that always works out. Um, I think uh, that might be who, that might be one of our guests. Uh, not real sure yet, so uh, that's going to be uh, going to be fun. Hey, guys, want to, uh, want to also uh, remind you about uh, <clears throat> the uh, Bassapalooza coming up, Sportsman's Warehouse, next weekend, and we'll be talking to Michael Baggett. Hopefully we'll be uh, touching bases with him from the Bayside Adventure Club. And uh, coming up a little bit later today as well, uh, this guy is uh, a former U.S. Open champion. He's cashed 
uh, more checks than anybody, I think, uh, consistently, consistently in the U.S. Open. Um, traveled fish the Bassmaster Elite Series for years. A lot of you guys have seen him uh, do seminars, um, gosh, all the way back to the old Bass Universities and uh, the ISE shows and the Fred Hall shows. And uh, We're going to be touching bases with a guy that uh, was a champion uh, of the U.S. Open. It's coming up in July. Uh, we're going to go to Southern California and hang out and talk to uh, our old friend Rich Tauber. So we'll be touching bases with Richie as well. Guys, we're going to jump into our first set of breaks. When we come back, hopefully, Michael Baggett will quit calling my cell phone and uh, call the station. Yeah, look, he's on the board. All right, guys, stick around. We're going to go live on the water to the Delta and live in Southern California with Rich Tauber. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, for years, they've been your saltwater headquarters. Now they want you to know they're your bass fishing headquarters with all the hard-to-find baits from across the big pond, as well as all the hard-to-find hand-poured swim baits from right here in the West. Baits like the Rego, all the, all the Huddlestons, all the tough swim baits to find, Tungsten, all the flipping baits, Dobbins rods, they are fully stocked and are your bass fishing headquarters. Highs Tackle Box 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. Stop by and visit Jonah Lye and all of our friends down at Highs Tackle Box. They are fully stocked with everything you need to bass fish, whether you're on the Delta or inland fishing Lake Shasta, Lake Oroville for spotted bass. 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, or you can get them online at HighsTackleBoxShop.com. Lowrance Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, Seth Hendrickson from California Sportsman here with a fishing tip. Having trouble catching stripers? Try bright orange crankbaits. And speaking of bright orange, big bulky orange life jackets are a thing of the past. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and even made specifically for anglers with lots of pockets for things like, well, bright orange crankbaits. A life jacket can save your life, but only if you wear it. So here's another tip. If you use a boat to fish, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You have seen it on TV. You have seen it on magazine covers. And you have seen Bassmaster Classic champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive Bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats. Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a bassaholic. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back. And uh, before we go to Rich Tauber, we're going to jump on the water at the western... Uh, at the uh, uh, Northern Division uh, Future Pro Tour Tournament going on at the California Delta. And the guy that won their Classic last year and uh, the guy that's going to be putting together Bassapalooza at Sportsman's Warehouse, live on the water, Russo's Marina, Michael Baggett. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Kent. How's it going? Well, good. You must have called my cell phone before you called the station number because that's why it was going off a few minutes ago. Well, I, w- I was getting kind of confused. I'm sitting here in Russo's office looking at the Hall of Fame, and I'm looking at your picture, so... uh 
that was a good day, actually. I know what picture that is. That was uh, that was uh, Bassmaster Open uh, at the Delta. I actually wound up finishing fifth in uh, in that event, but uh, and every one of those fish were caught on a frog, buddy. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a cool picture, by the way. So that was uh, that was kind of fun. Well, uh, you guys are down there, already launched, ready to go for the future Pro Tour. I'm sure Vince is going to be calling boat numbers here pretty quick. I noticed yes, he is. I, I'm going to put my boat in the water here in just a minute. It's still, I've still got a few more minutes here. So all right. Well, I saw the sun coming up when I was driving to the studio this morning, and I thought, wow, it's uh, it's early. So hey, next weekend, uh, you guys at the Adventure uh, Bayside Adventure Sports Club have put together another Bass Palooza at uh, Sports. Warehouse going to be a great lineup of speakers and a lot of fun and uh, get everybody dialed in for Father's Day as well. Yeah, that's right, Ken. As you know, you know, Bayside Adventure Sports is a large nonprofit organization, and you know we are we're all about just helping guys catch fish. And uh, we just put together a, a great seminar. We're going to talk about some of the really exciting things like the the big stripers in the in the rivers. And and Cal Kellogg has been all over that. He's going to be talking about. You know, throwing, you know, casting, not trolling, but casting at these big stripers using big worms and big mm-hmm. topwater baits. He's going to show these guys how to do this. And we're going to talk about some of the essentials for bass fishing. So guys want to get out there and take their kids or just go out there themselves. Cal Kellogg is going to do a seminar on that. Uh, you know, Don Paganelli. Yeah, Don's a great guy and one of the top guides on uh, on Folsom and Berryessa and a lot of different places. Exactly. So we asked Don if he could do a, like a pros pointers on Folsom and a pros pointers on Berryessa. So a lot of education there. And then Matt Allen, a well-known trophy hunter out here, he's going to be talking about how to specifically look for and target those big, giant, largemouth bass. Well, I've been trying to get Matt to Ultimate Bass University now for, oh, about six months. So uh, if you pulled off getting Matt on a Saturday, that's pretty good, especially when the fish are biting. So, uh, well, he's a good friend. He's a good friend and a good guy. So he uh, he'll go out of his way a little bit for me every now and again. And then, and then the other thing we're excited about this year is we've got George Corp. Corp. He's a, an Okuma angler. He's going to be doing a seminar specifically for kids, so that you know parents or adults can can figure out how to put kids on fish too. So we're we're really excited about that. Should be a good time for everybody, all ages. Yeah, it should be a great tournament or a great uh, day up there, and get some tournament fishermen and some uh, big bass guys and some and uh, some experts. And I mean, the, the chance to talk swim baits with Matt Allen is worth the price of admission. And well, that's free. So, uh, but man, getting a chance to talk swim baits and, and big baits with Matt is uh, is really going to be a lot of fun for uh, for the folks all day long. They can show up and uh, and come in and and once again too Father's Day on Sunday. You guys will. You guys will help uh, line out anybody who might need something for Father's Day that uh, that doesn't know what a, a bass fisherman might want. You guys will be able to take care of them there, too. That's, that's right. We hope the moms will give up the credit cards for one day. There you go. That'll be fun. And uh, it's going to be going on next Saturday, guys. Not this Saturday. Next Saturday from 9 until 2. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland. Uh, come down and hang out with uh, Michael Baggett and the entire crew. All right. Tell me about the Delta, man. Uh, is the wind blowing? No, the wind actually, no, is not. It's oh. down. Uh, you know, tide's uh, going out right now. Um, there is a lot of big fish in here right now, I mean, as you know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, for, for me, at least personally speaking, you know, I've, pre-fish has been fantastic and um, didn't stick many fish, but, you know, on a bunch of big ones. And as usual, the challenge is going to be putting it together on tournament day. So. <laughs> yeah, always different on game day, isn't it? So. <laughs> Well, oh my God! And now you have now you're dealing with a Saturday and and uh, the first week of some warm weather. Uh, obviously, we're going to send some boat traffic out there. Um, they all got rained out last weekend and uh, Memorial Day weekend. So look out! It's going to be crazy. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you guys will uh, will be weighing in at about three o'clock down on the docks of Russo's Marina, the future pro tour. So it'll be a lot of fun, buddy. I know you got to get your boat in the water and uh, get it checked and get ready to go down there and go fishing. Is Chuck Russo hanging around down here at the marina? You know, I haven't seen. Oh, here he is, right here. Oh, that oh, means no, that, no, no, that's not him. Oh, it's not Chuck. Well, no. hopefully he's not there because the wind blows when Russo shows up. So <laughs> um, you guys will be okay. If Russo's not there, the wind won't blow, buddy. Kent, always appreciate your time. Thanks for all that you do in the industry, and uh, have a great day. You bet, guys. Michael Baggett and uh, the uh, the uh, future Pro Tour Classic champ getting ready to uh, go out there and uh, see what he can do on the California Delta. Him and, uh, and uh, uh, probably about 140 other boats today, right? Right, exactly, yeah. There you go. Good luck, Michael. We'll Thanks, talk Kent. to you soon, buddy.
Take care. All right. Uh, pretty cool to, uh, to touch bases with Michael. Hey, we, uh, uh, you know, the U.S. Open, the biggest tournament in the West. It is the tournament that uh, uh, that has made careers for a lot of fishermen. And, uh, you know, we go back to uh, a long list of U.S. Open champions. The first one won by Greg Hines. But uh, going all the way back, you know, to uh, to guys like Gary Klein and Byron Velvick, um, Rick Clun has won that tournament. You know, you go right down that list of uh, of great fishermen, guys like Gary Dobbins, Mike Folkstad, the only guy to to uh, to win the U.S. Open three times. And uh, so, I mean, just you know, really kind of cool to go uh, completely down that list of fishermen. Uh, Aaron Martin's John Murray. I mean, gosh, you think about it. We go back. We go back to uh, nineteen. Oh, it was 1956, I think, uh, when he won the U.S. Open. Uh, no, it wasn't quite that long ago. He was the second U.S. Open champion, guys, and uh, a Western guy, um, a guy that has solely made his living bass fishing, uh, I think, his entire life. And uh, a good friend of mine, a guy that I've known for a long time, joining us this morning, uh, former U.S. Open champ, and uh, a guy excited about it coming to uh, to Lake Mead in July. Well, buddy Rich Tauber, uh, 1956 U.S. Open champion, right, bud? You got it, Kent. Uh, you have a great memory. <laughs> well, I, I knew it was somewhere back there. You know, I knew it was somewhere back there. So, oh man, it, you, know, you know, tell me. Let, 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 we'll we'll throw a little trivia out there for Rich Tauber, the the guy that's that's finished more times in the money, uh, the guy that uh, you know that is that has fished every U.S. Open cha- uh, tournament back there. Greg won the first one. You won the second one. Who won the third one? The third one, I. Th- think i mean i could be totally wrong but wasn't that one kind of i think jeff munson god you're good tauber you are good it, it was jeff munson from chico uh wow. one well, you know and i think we've only had three northern california guys win the u.s open uh okay. actually it was uh you know klein we still count him as a as a northern cal guy um gary dobbins and jeff munson when he uh when he won the open back at me so you know that's pretty good i i thought i'd stump you on that one yeah, I knew 84 was Ricky, was Clun, but I, uh, after that, I didn't know. But no, I'm really excited, Kent. It's, you know, it's not even a bass tournament. It's basically, you know, it's, it's the sport. Um, it made this sport what it is. You know, I just heard you interviewing people getting ready to go out on the Delta and the, a lot of people believe had there not been Rich Schultz's idea to have the very first U.S. Open, guys probably wouldn't be doing what they're doing today. I mean, it made the sport, it made it acceptable west of the state of Texas uh, in 1981 when he came up with that idea, birthed the entire western United States as far as contest bass fishing goes. Well, and the fact that Rich had a, a Rich, you know, when, when originally when the first U.S. Open came came about, um, it was the first tournament really in the country to charge a $1,000 entry fee. And, uh, boy, that was that was big, but it was also the first tournament to ever pay $50,000. Well, you remember, Kent, and I wrote a story about this for One Bass yesterday, is that uh, in we paid $100 entry fees then. That yeah. was our entry fee in what was called Western Bass. Yeah. Uh, you, if you remember when you and I fished together through the late 70s, uh, the, and then U.S. Bass begins in about, I guess, 1980. And uh, from to go from a $100 entry fee to a $1,000 entry fee was just absolutely unheard of. That was a year's worth of entry fees they wanted in one tournament at Lake Mead, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, they wanted a year's worth, and so that would be the equivalent if you can kind of do the math on what you spend for one, yeah, you know, an entire year's worth of entry fees. So it's really responsible for you having, in in my opinion at least, you know, you having a radio show, me making a living. I mean, it gave birth and gave acceptance to fishing uh, for contest fishing for bass west west of the state of Texas, you know? Exactly. Now, you guys are... uh... You guys are kind of excited about it because there's some water back flowing in Lake Mead and uh, and Lake Mead uh, on the rise. So uh, you guys are pretty excited about this year's open fishing. Should be really really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the lake's coming up a foot, about a foot a week, and uh, it's up 11 feet from last year. And you know I, I you know forget the fact that you know Gary. Go ahead, Brent. Go ahead, Richie. Yeah. Um. The, the, besides the fact that. Uh, 
you know, you know the Gary Kleins and the Rick Kleins and all the people that are competing. It's 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 great that the lake's going to be coming up, but it's really it's really just more about the event. It's kind of like this is our Western Super Bowl. Let's leave it at that. I mean, uh, without this event, uh, the West doesn't really have that marquee event that everybody talks about at ICAST and so on. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, when you talk about uh, a lake like Mead coming up 11 feet, um, gosh, you know, as big as Lake Mead is, 11 feet is huge. Uh, that is a lot of water that's come into Lake Mead for uh, for that lake to come up 11 feet. Yeah, and and uh, you and I both know it'll be a total bore. I mean, it's still going to take five baths, you know. Uh, that way, uh, I think I had the biggest stringer of the event last year, and they weighed uh, 11.90 for five bass. But that's really what the U.S. Open is about. It's like this uh, U.S. Open golf tournament. It's about trying to hit it out of three feet of grass, you know, uh, yeah. golf ball. Yeah. Uh, it's, about, it's about playing in the woods, you know, and playing uh, off the fairway. Um, this is all about... You have two baths that weigh three pounds at 11 o'clock, and it's 115 degrees on the final day. And how are you going to generate three bites? And that, that's what I love about the tournament. You know, it's not some slugfest. It's all about how do I possibly generate five baths each day of the tournament. Well, exactly right. And, and you know, nobody's going to see a 20-pound bag on Lake Mead. You know, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's that, you know, nine and a, nine and a quarter to 11 and a half pound bag really makes you the man at Lake Mead. And that's the way we want it. You know, if it was easy, it wouldn't be the U.S. Open. I mean, I don't want to sit there and watch a golf tournament and watch everybody shoot 64. You know, I want to watch these dudes that are so great fight to yeah. shoot par. And right. it's the same way with this tournament. This is about... It's it's wild when you see Rick Klun weigh in two baths. You know, I'll never forget Larry Nixon bringing in one bath one year. I mean, this is what that contest is about. It's about that ultimate grind in July in 115-degree heat, you know, for, for three days. Exactly. Well, it's coming up. Uh, it's going to be July 16th, or the the – Registration starts on the 16th. Um, the uh, tournament is going to actually fish um, July 18th, 19th, and 20th at Lake Mead. And uh, there's still room. You can sign up as a pro. You can sign up as a uh, as a co-angler. One Bass has some really cool stuff and some uh, some great early bird prizes for the guys that get in and sign up early. And uh, some great events throughout the, the week um, for not only the anglers but their wives or girlfriends. And, uh, and they're going to be putting together a whole list of things for us. We'll be talking to Bill. Egan in the upcoming weeks as well, but uh, all the information is available at onebass.com. You can jump over and uh, check that out. But the, uh, you know, it's not the, everyone wants to call it, I guess, the 30th annual U.S. Open. It's not the 30th U.S. Open because we did miss a couple of years through through U.S. Bass, changing to one bass, all the other cool things that have happened. But, um, But it is the 30th year. Um, that the uh, that the U.S. Open you know happened in uh, 1981, or both you know mine and your good friend Greg Hines won the tournament. And um, I tell everybody in my seminars, Rich, that uh, uh, the 1981 U.S. Open was the was the tournament that brought the Zara Spook back from death with uh, with the Head and Bait <laughs> Company. You know, I mean, we we wouldn't have the Zara Spook, the Super Spook, the One Knocker Spook, uh, all the baits from Bradco that we have. Um, I don't think if Greg Hines wouldn't have won the U.S. Open 1981 with it. Yeah, you know, no one actually, what was really wild is um, Greg was my great friend and gave me one during the contest. I finished fourth in the first U.S. Open, and I wouldn't have had the bait had he not handed it to me. Because you didn't take your grandpa's tackle box. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and, uh, he was nice enough to give me one, but... Um, no one had actually ever cast a West, a Zara Spook west of the state of Texas, at least known to do so. It had never been used, like uh, talked about at, uh, in Western Outdoor News, or nobody sold them west of the state of Texas. And uh, Greg actually bought that in spring, those in Springfield, Missouri, at Bass Pro Shops when there was only one, you know, right. only one in Springfield. And um, that's where he purchased the lures, but that gave birth to the to the spook, and 
gosh, you look at what uh, that lure's done since then. Amazing. Well, you know, it's so funny because, you know, I mean, you you look back in the history of the U.S. Open, Rich, and, and another bait that uh, that really made a resurgence because of Lake Mead, the U.S. Open, you know, Pradco had discontinued the Pop R. And, uh, you know, the, the P60 Pop R that we used to check every old uh, bait shop that smelled like a bait shop just to see if they might have some hanging on a uh, on a peg somewhere. And, uh, and, you know, that was a bait now that has spawned, gosh, you know, the Rico and, uh, you know, the, all, all the little topwater poppers that are out there. But, uh, you know, the Rico in their 25th year now, uh, you know, Jennifer celebrating their, uh, you know, their 25th anniversary with Labina lures. But, um, right. you know, gosh, the, the U.S. Open was a, was a tournament that brought that bait really back to the forefront with fishermen. Well, what happened, and this is what it goes back to once again, the first time, that the Western anglers had ever shook hands with an Eastern angler. I mean, it's 1981. There was no FLW. There was no Bassmasters fishing out here. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we had met Don Butler of Okiebug. We had met Jim Houston. We had met Guido Hipton. Mm-hmm. And we shook hands, and we started to exchange ideas and baits. And really, Rick Clun and Zell Rowland brought that bone-colored chugger to Lake Mead. No one would think a bone of all color, not a natural, beautiful color that we were conditioned to, just a flat bone pop R with a white chicken feather on it would catch 50 bass a day for Klon, uh, Zell, uh, several. I mean, I have a guy that I met recently that drew Klon in, I think, 84, and he gave him a bone pop R, and it came off. It, he cast it off. He broke it off on the cast, and Ricky, he said, took off like a billy goat running through the bushes. He got out of the boat, went up through the mountains of uh, the desert of Vegas to get it. I mean, <laughs> it was just that hard. You know, he was totally upset. He said he said, Ricky just completely lost it when the guy threw his bait off. And, uh, you know, it was that prize, the lure, and like you said, that difficult, that old original pop bar with a lead ball in the tail, um, you know, all those baits came together from us meeting. You know, Guido Hibben finds out about the gets it from 83 drawing uh, Bobby Garland. Right. You know, right. all of this crossover. When I fished with Guido, when I won, um, he had a, a, a spook uh, that he spray painted all purple because he thought that, I mean, all of these crazy memories I have from people I've drawn, you know, in, over the years of the U.S. Open. Uh, 29 or 30 or how many have I been in? I don't know, but, um, it's, it's really priceless memories. Yeah. You, you were one of the original Western guys or, you know, one of the first Western guys that, uh, traveled back East, fish Bassmasters, made the Bassmasters classic, um, did all of that. What do you, what do you think of how the Western guys are, uh, um, you know, kind of dominating across the uh, across the country. We'll have uh, in the second half of the show. We'll have Luke Clausen on, um, talking about his win last weekend, and uh, you know, on the Potomac River. And uh, you know, when you look down the list of guys, uh, you know, the Ailers and and Mike Reynolds and Skeet, and you know, you, all the guys from the West. It's got to be pretty cool for you to you know look at that and say, yeah, I was one of the first guys that did that. Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me, by the way, because there's so many skilled anglers, you know, here and, and across the board. I mean, there are guys from Jersey, of course, you know, KVD from Michigan, and people, the whole country now has kind of figured out that it doesn't really matter where you live or where you were born. You know, it's about, you know, can you catch them? And I, I never want to get past this. You know, D. Thomas and Dave Gleeby gave Gary Klein, myself, all of us the confidence to do this. And, and they're so often forgot. Right. And, you know, my hat's off totally to D. Thomas. And then, of course, my uh, hero growing up, David Glebe, Um he's the one that got Gary Klein and I, who grew up together. Or, you know, all three of us are great friends, but uh, Gary and I are very close. And he gave both of us the confidence, David Glebe and D, to, to do what we did. So, Let's not ever forget them. I mean, right. they really gave us the confidence we could go back east and win. And, um, yeah, a lot of guys have followed suit. Well, how cool is this? You know, I and was going to mention it actually later in the show, but uh, D. Thomas is at Clear Lake right now um, fishing the Angler's Choice Pro-Am. He's leading the points in uh, in the Angler's Choice Pro-Am up there. So how cool is that? It just, going yeah, into the it final sounds, tournament yeah. at 80, 73 years old with his oxygen tank kicking everybody's butt. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's just amazing. I mean, and people have asked me, you know, about you know X number of U.S. Opens and this and that. I mean, it's really all about health, and and it's just so great. I feel blessed that I'm healthy enough to do what I do, and and D, you know, knowing that he's out there and still competing. Yeah. And uh, and carrying on, I mean, God bless him. He's just uh, absolutely so many people. He gave us all the confidence to go back there. And, and David Glebe, you know, the uh, the Stockton stick was absolutely the absolute hero of this sport, you know, through the late 70s and early 80s. And uh, make no mistake about it, David in his uh, Skeeter pants, uh, his Angel's Flight uh, polyester <laughs> skin height, uh uh, now, time out, Tom. You had a pair of those. Yeah, I had a pair of those, too. Very embarrassing. <laughs> They're almost like being in the NBA and watching yourself in those teeny little shorts in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's the way I feel when those pictures of me with those angels flight, skin-tight, polyester, uh, disco pants. Uh, I don't want to uh, tell you right now, but uh, in studio, you know, I, uh, I've i got the TV on with the sound down uh, watching Hank Parker. And I do remember a, a guy from California with a funny hairdo doing Fenwick commercials with the Hank Parker. <laughs> and every guy in South Carolina said, well, that's Hank, but who in the hell's that other guy? So, uh, yeah, I know. I, I know, buddy. I know. Well, listen, that's why I love Ike and Ellie and these guys. I mean, they finally bridged the gap. Uh, his craziness and goatees and everything else make me look uh, very pale in comparison. So, um, no, I mean, those guys really got us started. You know, all of those guys, Luke, uh, uh, Branch, really need to go back to, to David and Dee as far as really giving us the the confidence that we could conquer yeah. um, those places, you know, in the East. Without a doubt. Buddy, we are going to let you go. For more information on the U.S. Open, you guys can jump on board the One Bass website, WONBASS.com, and uh, get more information. It is a shared weight tournament, triple A's, um, only a $600 entry fee for three days of fishing on Lake Mead. Great event and uh, pro entry fee, $1,600. Check it out, OneBass.com. You guys will be hearing more about it in the upcoming shows. Um, Richie, if somebody wants to come down and uh, go fishing in Southern California with you, how do they get a hold of you? Um, they can always reach me at richtarberfishing.com. And then um, if anybody wants to come, obviously, to the U.S. Open, they can contact us at, you know, onebass.com. And uh, we're right after the ICAST show. I think we start the Monday after ICAST. So yep. if you're coming down for the ICAST show, hang around or bring your boat. Come fish the U.S. Open. And, and Ken, thanks for having me, man. It's always great talking to you, buddy. Well, I know it's a, a change for you Southern Cow guys. You think all fishing radio shows have to be on Sunday nights. <laughs> Hey, congratulations, too, on your job. I'm probably late uh, uh, with uh, Triton Boats. I think you're a great representative for them, and they're real lucky to have you as the sales manager and uh, keep up the good work with them, buddy. All right, guys, Rich Tauber. Rich, you appreciate it, buddy, and uh, get on the water. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, partner. All right, man, it's time to jump into a pro tip. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fish and Marine and Mercury-powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different bottles to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. Gone Fish and Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom-matched trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a Mercury-powered Nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, guys, we want to remind you not to forget um, Gone Fish and Marine. They are open Tuesday nights till 9 o'clock. And uh, coming up on the 21st, we will be doing an Ultimate Bass University. We'll be announcing that this week. Uh, I think I've got a big speaker coming in for us this week. I'm just trying to lock down the last little bit of uh, are you going to make it or are you not going to make it. And uh, we... Uh, uh, we were trying real hard to get Robert Lee and weren't able to uh, connect with Robert this month. We will in the future, but uh, working on uh, working on a big name guy. So uh, you want to keep an eye out, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be posting it on our website, our Facebook page, and uh, the the uh, Gone Fishing Marine email list. But uh, want to remind everybody coming up the twenty first. 
um, coming up uh, the Ultimate Bash University at Gone Fisher Marine. They've got a whole bunch of sales going on all week, all the way through Father's Day. Um, special sales, special promotions, uh, not only from the uh, service department, the sales department, tackle, um, anything that you might need, you guys need to uh, get down there and check that out. And I'll give you a little hint on who I'm trying to get for the uh, Ultimate Bash University. His brother drives the yellow boat, okay? Trying to get Jimmy Reese. I think Jimmy's coming, so he uh, he said he's probably going to make it, but I'll know more here in a day or so. Uh, check it out, guys, but uh, going to be a fun class, the 21st of June, um, Ultimate Bash University, and that's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fish and Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional factory-trained and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer. Hi everyone, Kent Brown from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Moto Stop Motor Support is designed for two and four stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The Moto Stop is made from 6061 aluminum and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Moto Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The MotoStop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the MotoStop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. Kent Brown here from Ultimate Bass. If you know how to read the water, it's a lot easier to find the fish. But reading the water won't give you any warning of a boating accident. And when accidents happen, it's usually too late to reach for a life jacket. That's why it's a great idea to wear a life jacket whenever you're using your boat. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and they don't get in the way of finding those fish. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from topwaters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Rec recreation area is the place located 30 miles southeast of sacramento party lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the mother load and the best thing is it's a fishing lake no jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway party lake owns the state record smallmouth bass and double digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week if you're chasing bass trout kokanee catfish or bluegill you're sure to hook up at party lake party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month a six-lane boat ramp fish cleaning station marina tackle shop boat rentals fuel and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Pardee Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Hey, if you haven't been in a sportsman's warehouse in Rockland for a while, then next Saturday is the day you need to get back in there. Yep, they're putting together the Bassapalooza, and the Bayside Adventure Sports Club is bringing in a great list of speakers to talk bass fishing with you. If you heard a little bit earlier Michael Baggett was talking, they're going to have Matt Allen, one of the best big bait guys, swim bait guys, around to sit down and talk swim baits with. Don Paganelli and the entire crew are going to be at Sportsman's Warehouse next Saturday for Bassapalooza. 
from 9 to 2. Get down to Sportsman's Warehouse. They're located at 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, and uh, they're open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays until 9. The Bassapalooza next Saturday. Get down there. Buy Dad a Father's Day present. Buy your own darn Father's Day present at Bassapalooza Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for hunters, outdoorsmen, and anglers to get everything they need. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. i got to tell you guys, we uh, I noticed the number on top of the list today, uh, 298 Ultimate Bass shows, and I'm thinking back over the history. Uh, I don't know if I've had this guy on the show or not. He won $125,000 uh, last weekend at the FLW Tournament on the Potomac River. He is a former Bassmaster Classic champion, a former Forest Wood Cup champion, and uh, and a guy that uh, you see all the time fishing the FLW Tour. You probably have him in your fantasy fishing picks. Uh, one of our Western guys, the Chevy Pro from uh, from Washington, Luke Clausen. Uh, dude, have I ever had you on the phone or uh, on the show here? I don't think we've ever hooked up, Kent. I don't think we have. Well, congratulations last week. What a what a uh, uh, what a great tournament on the Potomac River, and uh, got to be pretty cool when they're handing out the checks. The guy standing in line behind you is Mike Iconelli. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. That was a pretty cool deal. I, it was just a huge relief for me. You know, me and Mike were kind of in the same boat. We hadn't won an event for five years now. And- you get top fives, top tens, and you keep thinking you put yourself in position, it's going to happen. When it finally does, it's just a really special feeling, you know, and to meet that kind of competition was pretty cool, too. Yeah, absolutely, and it was uh, it was kind of cool to watch uh, to watch that event. And, you know, we still consider you a Western guy. I mean, you know, you you fished around Washington for years, and, and what a lot of anglers don't know, I mean, uh, heck, you lived right here in Sacramento for uh, for a few years because it was closer to the Delta and closer to uh, Clear Lake and closer to different places. So you actually lived right here in Sacramento. Yeah, when I graduated college, it was kind of at a crossroads for me that I either had to go try fishing more and try to become a professional fisherman or get a job, and I didn't like the alternative, and I moved to Sacramento as soon as I graduated there and started fishing a lot of the one bass, and uh, that's when the bass invitationals were out there, uh, a lot of regional tournaments around there for, uh, I guess, a year or two, and it was probably one of the most memorable parts of my fishing career just because the fishing was so good at Clear Lake and the Delta there. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, we tell people all the time there's not a better place, I think, to live uh, than the Sacramento area just because you are so, you know, you wake up every morning and you are within reach of uh, of going to Clear Lake and going to the Delta. You know, I did an article with uh, uh, with Joel Shangle the other day, um, and I know you're going to be on Joel's show uh, in Northwest Wild Country in, in, in the next hour at 6 o'clock, but um, I did an article with Joel and, and we were talking about Clear Lake, and I said, I promise you that, you know, guys that have won on that lake from across the country, you know, guys like like Steve Kennedy and uh, even Byron, you know, living in Texas, those guys wake up and try to figure out how they could go fishing at Clear Lake today. I mean, that's how good that place is, and, and it gets in your head, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, I get asked what my favorite lake is all the time, and I still say Clear Lake, even though I haven't fished there for five or six years now, and I keep kicking myself saying I need to get it back. That's one of the few places I can remember having a couple five-pounders on the balance beam trying to decide which one to call you know, <laughs> and, and complaining about not being able to catch any big fish. It's just an awesome, awesome fishery. Well, last week you uh, you kind of uh, used some of those, uh, you know, tactics and techniques that you use living in California to win that tournament, uh, doing a little grass flipping, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, flipping a little grass and casting. I really didn't have a lot of experience tidal fishing other than the California Delta there and uh, the one time I was previously at the Potomac. So I uh, based a lot of it on that, and, you know, I, I kind of stuck in an area. There was an area that just had a lot of fish coming to it, and I stayed there and just kept grinding it out, trying a lot of different things. At lower tides, I'd flip more and, and, and cast a little more at a higher tide, you know, winding something, and, and uh, even fishing through the grass at that higher tide, kind of a half tide. And, yeah, a little bit of that background helped me quite a bit there. That's awesome. Well, you guys are getting ready for uh, Kentucky Lake, uh, back for one of the majors. And uh, how you doing this year, bud? Well, it's, it was all right till uh, the Red River. I really had a terrible tournament there. I had uh, some mechanical difficulties and ended up just kind of scratching around where I could fish there around the ramp. But, uh, you know, I'm in contention still to make the cup. I think I'm right on the cut line right now. But I'm pretty excited about these next two fisheries. I love this ledge fishing. Uh, the next two events are Kentucky Lake and Pickwick. So, I'm not too concerned about making the cut, but I definitely like to put myself in position to win another event. Exactly. How? Uh, um, 
what do you think? You know, looking at the uh, few of those guys that are up there uh, battling it out for Angler of the Year, kind of cool to see Reynolds uh, right in the mix of things again. Yeah, I hadn't seen Mike in uh, a few years here, and actually that's one of my earlier memories of fishing Clear Lake. I drew Mike uh, back, I was probably 20 years old, uh, out of college or in college there, and I drew Mike on Clear Lake there. I got to fish with him there. He's just a heck of a nice guy. I'd really like to see him win, and the West Coast guy would be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Guys, we're with Luke Clausen, uh, the Chevy Pro, the FLW Tour, and uh, Luke just won last weekend on the Potomac River. Uh, $125,000, and, and uh, gosh, you know, I mean, when you start thinking about some of the wins you've had uh, throughout your career, um, huge huge wins, Bassmasters Classic and uh, the Forest Wood Cup. But, you know, taking that step back and looking at, uh, uh, you know, four or five years going by, six years going by without a win, then all of a sudden uh, this tournament becomes just as big as winning uh, the Classic or the Forest Wood Cup, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Ken, there had been five years, and there was a lot of frustration compiled there. It, it seemed like you'd get yourself in position and contention, and, and it just wouldn't happen. You weren't making the right decisions. So to have a breakthrough like that and finally win again is just, just an amazing feeling. And, you know, you, uh, you always hope after something like that you can parlay that into some kind of run, and hopefully it won't take that long to win again. Yeah. Hey, you know, i got to tell a Luke Clausen story. Can I tell a Luke Clausen story? <laughs> It's a good one. Okay, it is. You know, I know now, you know, you're one of the top pros in the country. You get a new boat every year now at a Ranger and, and uh, you know, Chevy Pro and the wrapped rig and doing Chevy Night and doing all that stuff that you're doing with FLW. Um, are you better now about keeping your boat all put together uh, and making sure that, oh, let's see, like oil reservoirs don't get turned over in your boat and uh, you actually own a toolbox, Clausen? Do you, are you better now? Now, or are you as big a train wreck as you were when you were out here? <laughs> well, I picked up a Leatherman now. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's about the extent of it. You know, we're lucky enough to have service crews out here, but I've always seen uh, a boat as a tool, you know, and I use it pretty hard. I do. I try to take care of my equipment a little bit better just so it doesn't cost me time in the water. And I've gotten a little bit more organized than just chunking everything in the back of my truck. But uh, I'm still not as organized as I could be or as some guys are. I'd much rather spend the time on the water fish and trying to learn something than I would spending time organizing tackle, and I choose to do that. And, you know, it's worked for me over the years, but it probably could benefit me a little bit to get a little more organized. Well, guys, in the past, I have to tell you, Luke Clausen looked like he had just found a tackle sale at your local garage sale anytime you ever saw him. So uh, it was always, <laughs> it was, but, but you always had cool stuff, you know, but it was always fun to kind of watch, uh, watch some of that stuff. But, uh, yep, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Now they say, uh, Otis Orchards, Washington is your, uh, is your, uh, hometown. And, and obviously we've seen you kind of bounce around a little bit where you were living, uh, back East. Are you, are you back calling Washington home or are you, are you still living on the, on the East side of the country? Yeah, no, I've moved back entirely. Um, I had lived in Nashville, had a place there for a while. And then I lived in Atlanta for a while. Most of that's, uh, because of my dating life there that I lived in those places. And, I really missed out west. I, every fall I'd go home and I'd say, man, there's just no place like it is out here. These big wide open spaces and a lot better weather and the fishing's just as good out there, better. Uh, and I really missed it. And this year I just decided to move back there. I bought a house there just outside of Spokane and, uh, I got a place on Coeur d'Alene up there, which has just turned into an awesome fishery. And I've been working in those in my off season and, actually took a, a U-Haul truck with the rest of my stuff. I had in some storage units down here and drove all the way back to Spokane earlier this spring and, and just flying back and forth to events now and leaving my stuff back here. And I absolutely love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Glad to have you back in the West. Guys, Luke Clausen, the Chevy Pro, uh, last week's champion on the Potomac River, the FLW Tour. Buddy, I'm glad it only took us 298 shows to finally get you on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Ken. You know, you can give me a call anytime. I'd love to be on it. All right, you got it, guys. Luke Clausen, FLW Tour. You might want to put him on your uh, fantasy picks for next week uh, at Kentucky Lake. He's on a roll. Luke, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. Stick around, guys. We're uh, we're going to pay some bills. Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. 
From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21 XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GFMarine.com. Marine.com. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns, fishing, and other stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called Guns Bass Fishing and Other Stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at GunsFishing.com. Make Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim and panicked his life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out does that make me feel like a hero actually yeah it does heroes wear life jackets now it's your turn take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets go to boatcalifornia.com or check us out on facebook the california department of boating and waterways if it's your boat it's your responsibility Hey, just like a boxer knows that standing still is a losing game plan, the same can be said for fishing. you got to stick and move. On the water, nothing moves faster than an Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reel. Six two-to-one gear retrieve moves fast, dissecting prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hits with power. The Trio high-speed spinning reel makes success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them online at okumafishing.com. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. I'm boater and angler Seth Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water, in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterway. Chris said we're coming back to music, which means we're out of time. I want to wish my old friend D. Thomas good luck this weekend as he tries to win another Angler of the Year title. A long list of them in his background, but another one would be great. Good luck, old man. Whack him up there at Clear Lake. We'll see you on the water. From spotted bass in lakes to large mouth of the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening.
When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fish and Marine and Honda Outboards. Never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Oh. 